What's up, everybody, and welcome to the official PlayStation podcast of the KT Data Network. We are the Little Big Cast. Um, on today's show, Drew and Robin neglect their scholarly duties in order to hang out with us for a bit. I'm so happy I'm not a professor. I know, right? Rachel briefly hibernates and nearly misses the show. I wish I could I'm be hibernating. I know. Me too. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Jeff keeps his intro under eight minutes for the first time ever and speaks in the third person. <laughs> All this and more on today's episode, episode number 32 of The Little Big Cast. Thanks for joining us, everybody. So what's up, everybody, and welcome to episode 32 of the Little Big Cast. My name is Jeff Hawks, and I am the one of the hosts, one of four wow. hosts. Uh, we are officially here as the full Little Big Cast crew for the first time. So, um, momentous. Yeah. What's up, guys? Momentous. Momentous. It's ginormous. We're, we're good. It's pretty like exciting. Good. How are you? So this is episode 32 deal. of the Little Big Cast. We are the official PlayStation podcast of the KT Data Network. With us today, as... Hopefully, always going forward, um, the uh, illustrious, you know, illustrious, ah, established teacher extraordinaire, yeah, Mr. Good. Drew Tyler. Hey, I was oh. hoping they were going to go with me. Plot I was sure at that point because we're both teachers extraordinaires. Yes, but well, yes, we've got is. a better looking teacher to your right. Yes, yeah. 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 and you stole illustrious from me. Yeah. <laughs> I was going, I was going to take illustrious, and you just snatched it right I'm out so from sorry. under me. I'm so sorry. What's a better word that we can use rather than illustrious? Better than illustrious. Whimsical. Better than whimsical. whimsical. <laughs> is not better than illustrious. Masterful. Masterful is good. Uh, I'll go for, I'll mind go melder. Ooh. Molder of minds. Ooh. Robin Hood. Mm, I like whimsical. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, to my left, the ever wonderful. Can I vivacious be and, uh, and fantastic. And awake. That's and me. Yeah. Slightly awake. We got Rachel uh, Hernandez right here. She she's been awake me. for about an hour and a half. An uh, hour? Technically, I've been awake for like five minutes. six hours, but I'm fresh off of my nap that was cut short. Nap. Nappy times are always important. Nap. It didn't last long. My four year old loves them. I yeah. that's great. I'm, I'm horribly envious. <laughs> It's been a long time. You know, I set an alarm, but it just didn't go off. So maybe it did, and I just don't remember. Turning it off. It's all good. Naps are, naps are, they have a special place in my heart. And they don't miss Yeah, and who are you? Yeah, they don't laugh. I'm Jeff. I'm, uh, like I said, I'm one of the hosts. Uh, That's right. So let's just kick off today's show with a kind of a wrap up of what we've been doing. Um, So, first of all, this, like I mentioned, is the first time that all four of us have been here. In last week's show, uh, we introduced Robin as a non-guest. She is officially a member oh, of the Little like Cast crew. A non-guest. Yeah, she is officially a member of the LBK crew. And I think uh, it's an, so an unbirthday. Let's <laughs> let's start off with you today, if that's cool. Yeah. And what you've been doing? Uh, what I've been doing? I've been figuring out how to not have beanie hair, considering that this is the first snow that I've had since I've lived here. Right. So you're from Arizona. Uh, from uh, New Mexico slash Texas. Okay. Yeah. So what is snow? Desert. It's okay. <laughs> it's all desert. Doesn't matter. Born, born and raised in Texas? Nope. Um, born in South Carolina, lived in South Dakota, jumped down to New Mexico, Texas. So you're a southern gal living in a Yes, in a northern state. state, yes. All right, all right. So that can be Should called be beanie song. hair. Yes. That's understandable, then. Living through beanie hair. And... Wish I had beanie hair. <laughs> <laughs> you poor thing. And... Uh, been staying up trying to do grading and trying to balance that time with 
playing with the new games. Oh, and also that's, I that's found prep work. That's I guess it is prep, prep work. It is <laughs> it is academically sound. It's and I also sound nice. like I smoke two packs a day because I'm coming off of a wicked laryngitis slash cold. And so not she smokes two packs yes. a day. <laughs> exactly. So oh my students gosh. Take a lesson. <laughs> Avoid the cigarettes. You can be masterful, but you're still give Robin a month and she'll be like, "Hello, doll. <laughs> I've been playing Assassin's Creed Unity." <laughs> That's probably hopefully not. We're glad that you're here, though. Moment. Yes, <laughs> I am thrilled I'm here, too. Not contagious, by the Right, way. but even though, the, yeah, we'll, we'll try and talk for you. You can do hand signals, and we'll try and translate or something. A whiteboard. Yeah, <laughs> whiteboard and a bell. Make it, we don't want to make bell. it worse. <laughs> a don't. bell, like Breaking Bad. You exactly. Ding the bell when, you, oh, know, yeah. when <laughs> you want someone murdered, you just ding the bell. <laughs> that works. What about you, Drew? What have you been doing? Uh, I have not been doing a whole lot. As you know, I'm also trying to keep up with grading. It seems like when we hit a little while ago, we hit uh, midterms, and it was like, all on you guys. Now that it's back, it's like, okay, now I've got Suckers. paper. Not, not, not on me. <laughs> right, not you. Yeah, you're right. I forgot. You're a big boy. Sucker. I, uh, I'll have you know I graduated, Drew. <laughs> I totally remember. Hey, right. time. So I've been, gr I've been grading a lot and kind of keep up with that. Um, I really gauge like how much I grade and I binge grade okay. based on oh, how many yes. requests I get. Right? Some noticed. people that are like, if I get more than two or three from a class that go, hey, did we get a score for that? <laughs> then I start, you know, then it's like, oh, right. Um, I'll see, I'll have it tomorrow. Here's your next and five my, past my line, yeah, grades. My line is, my line is, <clears throat> I've, I've graded those. I must not have put them in Canvas yet, <laughs> <laughs> knowing full well that I have not graded those. Um, anyway, so that's where I'm at. Other at than least that, you respond to your secret. students. I, do, I, had, I, I had a number of teachers that it was like, uh, it's been four weeks since the test that decides whether or not I pass this class. <laughs> I would like to know if I pass this class and can get like financial aid for the next semester. That would be helpful. That would be yikes. Yeah, that would be yeah. important to know. Couple, Other than that, I, um, I play I a little wanna, bit. I don't want to call anyone out, Russ Rampton. <laughs> <laughs> but it would be nice. To but know. it would be nice to have grades in a timely fashion. It is a thing. Rate, rate my Russ. Uh, I love the guy though. I love the guy. Okay. So other than that, um, that was probably inappropriate. I apologize. <laughs> no, you know, I'm not a student a free, anymore. You're a free we'll just man. Go with it. Um, and I've heard you know a hundred a hundred good things about him. So that's good. I have done a lot of things. I played a little bit of Destiny. One night I tried to do a daily strike, but I did it like trying to not. I would say this, my wife would not be jealous of me playing, but she's grading and she's very good at grading, plus she's taking her master's classes, so she's always doing things at night, and I shirk a lot, and so I tried to play, still same TV, same room, but I tried to lay on the ground and play with my head up and watch the watch the game. Ten minutes into the strike, I was just like, what do you no. mean? Are you watching <laughs> you lay, on the ceiling? No, it's, like, it's above our mantle, so it's high, but okay. if I sit on the couch, it's like high, but above, you know, there, but I was laying on the ground, propped up on a pillow, so it was like doubly high, and that like aspect, there's something about it that I just about lost it. So I haven't played that much. You're 21, right? I think uh, I saw that you hit light level 21. Oh, I was like, no, I'm 37. I'm an old bastard. <laughs> no, yes, I hit um, 21. Okay. 21. And, and I cannot get past it because I can't do those strikes alone. That's the other thing. I can't yeah. do them alone. They're so hard I to know. play alone. Oh. And nobody plays with me on the PS3 world. If, you, if you're out there, please hit me up. I will play on the PS3 with you. Wait, I'll let you play with me so I can get past 21. <laughs> it's so hard. Other than that, though, I did the most uh, awesome thing. Started playing Nino Kuni again with the girls this time. Awesome. Letting uh, the big bean do the actual like, oh, maneuvering. Oh, sweet. So awesome. she'll be like, Dad, we have to go talk to the old tree or whatever. You know, so she's like walking it. Uh, and it, well, it works out pretty well. It's still a little bit slower, but when she lets the, little, the middle sister play, it's like walking into walls and still like <laughs> trying to figure out the thumb controls. And the of key course, to Nino Kuni with the kids that age is just like, just feed me. the monsters. Yeah, oh, we gotta get, the we're monsters. there. Just about there, yep. So that's been really fun. And then this last week, I took each of my three girls on their own date, complete with flowers and gifts. And I showed that's up at awesome. the door. Oh, it was sweet. It was so much fun for them that they were just like, 
I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping that they obey now. I don't know. Like, he's not being better <laughs> kids. I did it. Anyway, that's it. That's my week. It's been fantastic. That's some, that's some good dad action. I'm doing good dad things. So those of you that want better grades, I mean, sorry, want grades, it's not going to affect better grades. Right. Uh, I'm, being a dad. I'm just being a dad. Sorry. Yeah, deal with it. Um, I'll go next, and then you can wrap it up, Rachel. Is that cool? Yeah. Okay, so, um, and I think we're going to keep it under, like, a 20-minute Jeff's weekly roundup. Okay, yeah. Still playing Destiny. Um, despite like all of the problems that I have with Destiny and like the repetitive nature of a lot of things, the reality is that this game, it really is just super fun to play with friends. Um, KT, friends. our uh, our producer here at the show. If you have friends, that's a good point. Um, I have make-believe friends from Reddit <laughs> who join me on but my they play, fire do they teams. Play you? That's so nice. So you, there's, <gasps> a, there's an entire Reddit, subreddit called Fire Teams that is just dedicated to helping I'm people find yeah. fire I'm teams. afraid of Reddit, but I might do that to try and get mm, some exceptions. It's fantastic. It is oh, okay. Okay. game-changing. Um, but earlier this year, or year, week, uh, while I was in Boston, when I'm at these trade shows, like I just have time in the, in the evenings because like, I'm, I'm I not going to go out and get hammered uh, before I work at a show in sev at 7 o'clock in the morning while everyone else does that. I struggle to stay awake waking up at 7 o'clock Eastern time on any day because it's like 5 o'clock here. So it, it messes with me. So I take my PlayStation with me and I play all night and that's my way to save money and avoid being social. It's good. It's good. That's all right. So For you, what it's worth. <laughs> so you anyway. people to not be social. Okay. Yeah, Got so it. Anyway, um, Virtual social. <laughs> I played played through the vault with KT. We got to Atheon, and everything just kept falling apart. We had people that ended up having to leave the fire team. Um, so it did That's not, hours did not it, finish. It's like four or five hours to get to that point, or how long is it to get to that? We like? made it through pretty quick. Yeah. We made it to Atheon, who's the final boss. We made it in like two and a half hours. The That's fastest I've... I can so drive the, the first time, here's the thing. The first right. time that I played the vault with just a couple of friends who had never played it when Freddy joined us, it took us six hours to get to Atheon, and we didn't beat who it. Who has six hours? Who has six but hours? I got nothing. The day before I, I played with KT, the day before I played with KT, I beat the entire raid in an hour and a half. So you with can you do and it. nobody else? I did it with a fire team. With a fire team, but you said it. Okay. So it was a bunch of 29s. KT's 27, his buddy's 27. We had a number of t level 27s. It makes it much more difficult with. Hmm. Like, and a team is six. Because right? basically, at every level that you progress, um, your damage goes up by like 40%. So mm. you are significantly weaker at 27 mm. than you are at 29. So with a team of 29s, yeah, we did we did it in about an hour and a half. It was awesome. Um, but that really, honestly, like, and KT kind of confirmed that he he bought into this idea following our playthrough was that everything in Destiny pushes you to the raid. Like it's it's to prepare you for the raid. The raid, for lack of a better word, is it's epic. It is super big. It does sound fun. I mean, you're traveling miles into the core of Venus to to fight this boss. You teleport to different worlds. Like it's it's very big. It's very cool. It's a lot of fun. So that was cool to be able to play with KT and a couple of uh, of podcast friends. Freddie joined us again. Cool. Um, so he's killing it still. Other than Destiny, I haven't been playing a lot of games. But I watched Interstellar yesterday, the Ooh. Chris Nolan film. Mm -hmm. If you like watching movies this is a movie that needs to be seen in a movie theater. like movies period <laughs> it, is, it is a movie that needs to be seen in a movie theater it is true like uh, I'm, I'm using the word epic again but it is truly epic what? in scale and it is kind of an awe-inspiring film like the uh, this film like 
goes between galaxies and universes and has wormholes and black holes. Like it is science fiction at its at its best. I love the film. Super highly recommend it. So if you have a chance to check it out, you should. And that's me. How long did I go? Three and a half. Wow. Whoa. Are you feeling okay? That's what I'm talking about. He didn't about. even finish. Wrap that up. <laughs> so proud. Anyway. Rachel, um, pass it over to you. Sure. Well, uh, that's nice. Speaking of antisocial, I decided to go outside last night with some friends. In the cold? Like um, outside or just No, out just like house? hang out. Just like leave the house and just do some socialization. I know. You know, the boyfriend encouraged me. He was like, you know, you should go hang out with just your friends. And I did. And I totally regretted it. And I just <laughs> never want to leave the house again. I, Super overrated. It was so bad. Like, I just left. And I was like, why did I ever do that? Why, did, why didn't I just stay home? Why didn't I just stay home? Hands? I knew. Because, like, I was debating if I wanted to go or not. Did you think about that the whole time you were out? That's oh, what wow. it was. That's what it was. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But. But it was just like, why did I, why? So I made it a promise to not leave the house ever again for the remaining winter uh, hibernation, was it, essentially. Was it, was it the cold or was it the people you were with? Was I don't, it, it was just me like, being an idiot, so. <laughs> Isn't the idea of hibernation, hibernation like just fantastic? I just want to, so just eat a it's lot like, of food exactly, and go to sleep like, for months. <laughs> and done. Just and then you wake up, you're skinny and like you just look good. You're just ready. You're just you ready to roll. And, and off it's warm. I should have been a bear. super fat when you start out and then just nap it off. You haven't made Toblerone bear. You haven't. I know. It's fantastic. <laughs> so um, I did that. I've been playing Borderlands 2 a lot. I went to Idaho over the weekend and last week, la- yep, last weekend I realized that Boise is probably the only town in Idaho that does not literally smell like poop yeah literally i got <laughs> out of my <laughs> no but I, but new mexico i mean it, that's like cattle city oh hot man oh, really? it was yeah. just poop. flies and poop everywhere yeah. is when i got yeah. out of my car so that was nice um borderlands 2 is great i think i'm a level 22 now 22 or 23 yeah I thought I so saw 27 maybe i'm a 27 I oh i don't know but i'm having fun with it so probably it gonna play stock people's characters no <laughs> no my my siren's pretty boss. I don't see why you wouldn't want to stalk her. Characters are more social than I am. I know. So. They're way. Oh, I just rather hang out with virtual people than real people. Like Animal Crossing, and I'm playing some Animal Crossing. Pick that up again, yeah. and yeah. Our cameraman just did a fist pump to. Wait, do you still play? Because I need more people to play. Because all yeah. my friends stopped playing a year ago. Look, yeah, <laughs> when they changed out of diapers into mm, pants. No, no, never. No. 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 I'm not, it's not my game. I'm the best bad. mayor ever. Sorry. I know, I am the best mayor ever. <laughs> I'm trying to, I almost got another peacock in my town, but he didn't stay. Aw. We're just camping out for the night. Just gotta recruit. Do, that's that's right. you recruit? You like, is there something you, you try. do like, let's have national peacock But that's the sacrifice, is that there you have a little camping site in your town, mm-hmm. and they can come, and they visit, and if they like your town, they stay. Yeah, it's like, I'm gonna get this bear. However, the drawback is that you have to lose one of your characters. Oh, so if something comes in, it's like... Do you get to pick who the character is that you lose? No, they just leave, and I think my koala is the next one to go. I love my koala, so... Well, then get rid of the camping site, and you won't have to lose a koala. But then you can't get peacocks. Good point. (laughs) Peacocks versus koalas? It's a hard life. life. I just... It makes so much more sense to have these problems rather than... People, <laughs> raids, <laughs> and shops, and money, ready to leaving the house. So yeah, that's pretty much what. That's me. That's all right. <laughs> Peacock versus koala. So, 
what you said just kind of sparked what, what? this idea in my brain. We have talked extensively. His time built up. Bring back. Start over. Still got seven minutes. Go. So we've talked extensively about the book Ready Player One, right? Yes. Like so that what you just said, like that's like the beauty of video games, right? You don't have to interact with people to feel like you're having connections with people. And that's that's Ready Player One. Yep. If you haven't read that, you should. Oh, we, yeah, that's kind of like a life requirement. Cast, yeah. uh, Ernest Klein, you game. are my hero. It's fantastic. Um, and it becomes more and more real every day. Yeah, and that's the wild. Oasis. So that's, okay, do you want my perfect fix-all for Destiny right now? You uh, because you could so easily incorporate elements from Ready Player One into Destiny. Like, what if you made worlds that were just PvP worlds? In PVE worlds, like instead of saying, "Oh, you're gonna go fight in a Crucible match," right? Like, what if you were visiting Mars and Mars was only PVP? Like, it was all player versus player. And you just wander around. You could. And so, like, you can loot other players' bodies, and you can go. Like, you run the risk of getting killed and having all of your crap stolen. Like, it's it's a world that you take this conscious risk in going down to how cool would that be if you had worlds that were just dedicated to that i would not go to those worlds yeah exactly i would love to have worlds that were like dedicated to to like that virtual like basement kind of hangout where they tried to get that with the tower the tower definitely needs to be improved and you need to be able to talk to people right like, right that's right. And yeah the tower is a social groups. world where you can do nothing social you, you, you can dance and you can and no, you can like point to people you can you sit. can dance if you want to <laughs> you can leave your fears behind that's, that's that's what That'd we should do. We should do a little parody of that, where we just like welcome to the tower, and we all just yeah. like communicate with those four signs. <laughs> That's and it. And just run around. Do an entire podcast. Yeah, like that, like <laughs> where we just saluted each other. That's it. No, I, and I agree. I think if it, if I had more social, it'd be cool to be able to just be like, I'm not just going back to the tower to go check with this guy and get my bounty and go back out, but to be able to like set up in a shop. Yeah, yeah you have your store have, have a virtual gun range yep. at the tower yep. that you can go and like pass your weapons around with your Bungie. friends and be like, hey, Bungie. try this out. Hmm. You if you're listening, listening Bungie. You should. Yeah, they should Bungie. be. And, and they do have a long, I'm sure Are they have a long listening? term. Like, they have a them. very long list of of player gripes that they're dealing <laughs> the with right now. Um, but <laughs> but, but it's, still it's still a game that I can't stop playing. So yeah. for what it's worth, yeah. like it's, it's still got me wrapped 3. up in it. Sorry cool. for the uh, distraction. All right, you're up to but five and a half. Yeah, you're up to like five and a half. Okay, so well, in no, you're just it's called six. All right, Round so uh, <laughs> are you good with news? Yeah, yeah. Okay, then we're gonna kick it over do, to Drew do, for do, the do, news. Do, do, do. So the news that we're doing this this go around is uh, it's pretty solid, it's pretty exciting. Some of it's you know like yeah yeah, and some like hey hey. So I'm gonna start with it. Ready? Did you catch all that? As soon as I, as soon as I find my tabs here, I want to throw it up. But 20th anniversary of of Sony. Sony celebrates 20 years of plant. Well, not Sony. A PlayStation, mm -hmm. right? So when the first PlayStation came out, they're, they're hitting 20 years next month. And so they I made feel this. Really old now. That's yeah, one know, year right? younger than me. So I, they made this really cool video that that I'll just let roll back here for. It's very for nostalgic. Video yeah. It is. It's like it's and so they, much they did a great job of mixing. Uh, and this is me being the digital media guy, no, no, but no. fantastic to watch what like nerd. the mix of old and new. It wasn't like they were like, hey, let's do 8-bit all the way up through the first half of the show and then flip it over to like the cool stuff. It's a fantastic mix between everything, and so it's fun to watch all the different parts and glimpses of games that we played. So um, I guess that's... Uh, what are, you, what are you guys going to do to celebrate, I guess, would be the question. I think I think it's appropriate to say that, Sony, we salute you. We salute yes, you. Absolutely. That's pretty cool. What's funny is, um, so... In the time that Sony has existed as a company, I was looking at um, a thing on Reddit earlier today that talked about how Sega had 
nearly hit 20 years before they went bankrupt. Mm. But and so, so they went they went out like out of business right in like uh, either ninety eight or two thousand one I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, but like Nintendo has been around for freaking ever. Like mm-hmm. twenty yeah. years is a long time. But like when did Nintendo start? Let's jump 80s. back. Eighties. Well, when I got mine it was like eighty. Yeah, it was eighty two. I think. I want to say eighty two, eighty three. I'll look it up while you guys okay. finish the conversation. That's ten years. But we—I don't know. It's, it's, it's so—it's so close. I mean, it's just so like next month. What do we do? What do we, we have to celebrate? Nineteen eighty-three. What, what, what about your first, games. your first PlayStation memory, real quick? First PlayStation memory. Ooh, that's a good question. Mine would be—I I was actually uh, a little bit older, <laughs> uh, but like middle school age, and I was asked to babysit a couple of kids over the weekend. So it was like a three-day weekend for a, for a friend of my mom's, and I had these twins, and and the older boy was like fifth grade. So it was kind of like a party because here I am as like an eighth grader just playing with them. But they had a PlayStation, and so I would find like in our activities for the day, I would find humongous chunks of time to just have them watch me play Sonic or you know, anything <laughs> yeah. else that I could find. Like it was like part of my routine. So that's my PlayStation first memory. I did not own one until I got married just a couple of years ago because I went the Wii route for. For a number of years. I yes. No, mine, mine's pretty, as you've said, epic, and I really hate using the word, but it, it truly is like the moment, like that got me into where I am now. Because as I say, say. Yeah. this is more than <clears throat> this is your life. This is like, research. This like is this. This is kind of it. Yeah. I was um, Christmas when I was 13, and I saw like all of the previews for like Final Fantasy VII. It's like, oh, it's a big cinematic game. This could be really cool. And up until that time, I had like my little Sega Game Gear, which was great. And Christmas rolls around, and I ask and beg mom, you know, can I please have this for Christmas? Um, Christmas morning happens, open all the gifts, and she's like, so did you get everything you want? I'm like, no, there, there was a few things that I didn't get that I wanted, <laughs> but I'm really just happy with what I have. And she's like, oh, okay, fine, you can just have this now. Oh. So she ran upstairs, got it, brought it down, and I spent the rest of Christmas break playing Final Fantasy VII when I was 13, and that was, like, the thing. Like, the master's thesis is on Final Fantasy VII. Right. So that uh, was, like, wow. that was like the moment. Like, I, I cuddled with that thing. I brought it to babysitting, <laughs> and that that got me so much money, especially when I was, like, babysitting, like, boys and girls. Mm-hmm. It was so cool because they'd sit there and play Spyro, and they came up with the DualShock controllers, and that yeah. was the coolest thing ever. Spyro was awesome. Oh. When you said that made me so much money, I thought... I can see you just walking in the house and like, having the kids from the neighbors come over <laughs> yeah. and be like, all right, put all right. the names yeah. competition. Ten, ten bucks to play yep. through. Yep. <laughs> what you, Rachel? What, what? Uh, so I was always a Nintendo girl as a, as a Wii one because my brothers would give me theirs when they upgraded their systems. But uh, the first time that I ever like really used a PlayStation was one of those I would use my friends for their consoles, gaming consoles, like their N64. So she got a PlayStation and she was like, hey, you should come over. I have this really scary game. And I was like, oh, let's pee ourselves. And it was Clock Tower 2, and it was just an oh. awful game. It's so horrible. But I was six, and it was rated M, and I was like, oh, there's blood. Oh, I'm so scared. <laughs> so that was pretty much the start of it. And Please I, remind yeah. me never let my girls go play. I know, right? <laughs> Literal run around. But uh, PlayStation, then I got a PlayStation 2 a couple when it came out. So, yay. So I have, I have two moments that stand out to me. Like, I can't remember which game I played first. Uh, the first is playing through Metal Gear Solid. Mm-hmm. I distinctly remember how I felt and how awesome. Like, so first of all, I remember the footprints in the snow and being like, "Oh my gosh, I can see where he's walked." And then like the mm-hmm. the guards would notice the footprints, and I was just like, 
my mind is blown. <laughs> and uh, sniping Sniper Wolf. Like when you are oh, trying right. to kill Sniper Wolf, looking down the scope, I remember being like, this is the most incredible thing I have ever seen. And then also Final Fantasy VII. Like I remember the train rolling up to pick up Cloud oh, and just yeah. being like, oh my <laughs> gosh, look at these graphics. This is insane. Like my it's mind like was blowing. It's like they're alive. Yeah, my <laughs> mind was blowing. And I remember uh, Aerith dying in Final I Fantasy VII and bawling. Like yes, I was thank you. wrecked as a teenage boy. <laughs> Like, There's a lot of emotions was, going on, a lot of things happening. Dude, I was like, I was seriously wrecked. Mm. It was yeah. the first, um, it was the first game I can ever remember playing where like I cared about the characters and mm -hmm. the story that they had to tell as individuals uh -huh. within that uh -huh. world. Um, and I remember like, I was a wreck. I mean, when, when she died, I was, I was like, you bastard. <laughs> like, how could you <laughs> do this? She was the only pure soul. <laughs> So, yeah, that's, I kind of wish we would have saved this as a, as a, whole as topic. a topic. Well, we don't have much time, so we'll race through. But, no, it's good. That's good. We salute you. And, and it isn't, it's until next month, so we could do still yeah, another, like, will. rehash them and do stuff. So, next, next piece of news, I'm going to jump one and go to, into three. Um, Bejeweled, Dead Space uh, 3, Mass Effect 2, Mirror's Edge, NBA Jam are all coming to PlayStation now. December second. So big, big names coming to PlayStation now. I haven't tried it yet, but I'm not a game renter. I really barely have yeah. time to play the ones that I pay for. Mm -hmm. But I think that for the PlayStation Now um, offerings, that that's going to help a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I don't. I mean, for me, I would never play a game like Bejeweled on my console. That's what? that's a phone game. <laughs> that's that's when? a phone game. Right. That's um, a Smash Time game. But Mass Effect Two is Smash one time. of the very best games that I've ever played. Like the Mass. I have gushed about You're the Mass Effect series a number of times. They actually, the uh, Bioware president put out a um, request to, like a survey to see what fans would think about a remastered version of Mass Effect, the Mass Effect series. Mm -hmm. Put it out this week. I was going to add it to the news, but I was like, eh, I talk about Mass Effect all the time, so I left it out. So now I'm just going to, you know, I'm just going to mention it anyway because it's here. Gosh, that would make me so happy. Like, I, I am yeah. not on board with, like, hey, let's. Let's remake everything for the new systems, but holy cow. That's one that, yeah, that is one that's that, one that would fly. That is just so good. Cool. And deserves to, see, to be like, played. Because they've got to do some stuff to, in the PlayStation now to make sure that it's streamable. Right. So I, I'm going to be interesting to see if there, what adjustments, if there are any. Um, pushing news. Uh, delay of the week. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> Bloodborne. Delayed again. It's going Bloodborne. to come uh, over a month later. We were ha aiming for February. Uh, somewhere I read, was they called it the the... Year of delays, like 2014 yeah. is a year of delays, right? And so this is just one more. It's going to be a month later. So Bloodborne's going to be well. The ones you know, that they rushed, surprised? I'm okay. I would have been okay with them delaying some of the ones that they hmm. rushed. I wonder which right. ones to correct some things. There are a number, mostly Ubisoft games, which we'll get into a little bit <laughs> later. <laughs> like Watch Dogs yep. was a big one that was delayed <laughs> six like, months and still yeah. garbage. And we'll get into Assassin's Creed a little bit later. Okay. Well, if we're going to hit faculty meeting, then I'm going to jump into the last piece of news. Hit it. Uh, quick ones real quick. We mentioned Just Cause coming in 2015 and Tony Hawk Pro Skater coming. Oh, yeah, which one is it? A new Tweet. one. A, brand, yeah. a whole brand new one yep, in 2015, Tony Hawk right? tweeted. Also mobile. Oh, and mobile. Okay. So there's a lot of there. And then we did, uh, I think if we have time, we'll talk Ubisoft, but th their stock dropped. 
after Assassin's Creed Unity came out, right? So we'll, on we'll, Tuesday. We'll, like recently, so we'll get into <laughs> that. But Ball this one, oops. The, a lot of the news was taken up this, this go around with the PlayStation View, which is a new cloud-based TV service for PlayStation 3, PS4, um, no cable required. For the cable cutters out there, this is gonna be kind of a big deal. Um, basically, a new service lets you watch TV on-demand type of content, the, at least the ones that they've licensed with so far, straight off your PlayStation without having service it's like their service I so love this. thoughts on this i love it um Sweet. i think the big companies are starting to get that this is where it's headed i mean mm -hmm. with the the content the quality content that netflix has put out recently i think major studios are kind of running scared at like yeah. the thought of like being tied down to a cable company yeah hbo is a great example of that mm -hmm. that they're launching a cable free subscription like hbo go will HBO be available go. to everyone yep. for a monthly subscription like, I would, I would definitely pay for HBO Go if, if I didn't have to pay for Comcast. Yeah, like, exactly. Right. It's crazy. I'm gonna pay for 800 channels and watch one. Yeah, it's nuts. And honestly, with all the time shifting that we've all had to do, I mean, there's just the, it's just the way to go with the chair. It's like <laughs> got hydraulic going over here. <laughs> no, but. It's tough because everyone does time shifting. Everyone, you know, like Tiva's everything skips over you know, commercials and everything that keeps the things alive. Yep. It, it makes perfect sense to do this. And right now, I'm a cable cutter. I, I've been cable free for like, it sounds like I quit or something. It's like not money it's five years. Difficult, but it's painful. It's a painful yeah, process. To you, the bad thing it. is that you're not connected anymore to a lot of pop culture right. stuff. Right. It's like, I don't know what happened on Sons of Anarchy last night because I've got to wait until it comes out tomorrow morning on Amazon because I bought the season. Right. I wonder how that's going to change pop culture. Yeah. Right? I mean, the more of us like, that do that, the more that discussion happens either later or doesn't happen. Like, I, I hardly know what movies are going to come out because I don't... Yeah, I don't I don't see trailers anymore. So that is interesting. Interesting. Any thoughts, Rachel? Uh, people just don't want to as well. Like, people try and cut commercials and ads as much as they want, so they just want content as sad as it is, mm -hmm. but... And it's a la carte viewing. But it is. So. I mean, like, yeah, it's just like learning. Like, um, just in my mass communications class, we cut out television. It was just so short because it's like... We're going digital. This is HBO Go. This is where it's going. It's like mm -hmm. that's all you people don't know. even watch the news anymore. So that's what? One, yeah, I know. <gasps> Plot twist. <laughs> Social media <laughs> say what? I teach, I teach media yeah. writing, and and every semester, oh chronically for the last four or five years, like that I've taught. <laughs> every time I'll start a class and just find out where do you get your news. And with every progressive semester, it's it's getting more and more here. And right. I'll have like one student that's like, I read the paper because my dad's <laughs> the a one signpost yeah, editor. <laughs> right. Yeah. Or they're working the at the one sign post increasingly Twitter. Yeah. It really is. And so uh, I find that interesting because then I can teach the class based on where they're getting their news and mm -hmm. talking about being a, a news savvy person. But that's a whole different conversation for how news works. But that, my friends, is the news. Ironically enough. Uh, Cool. Well, then we'll jump right into new releases. Which what time do you have to get out of here, Drew? <laughs> are you already late? We, Faculty meeting starts in three minutes. Oh, wow. All right. All right. Yeah. As long as you guys are late together. Don't tell the chair. Yeah, right? As long as we show up together, it's but okay. This is this is student-based. We're doing something that is... Me. I'm the student. <laughs> it's true. It's true. So then we'll uh, keep this quick then. So... 
this is the drop. Um, some things that's coming out this week are Assassin's Creed Rogue uh, for the PlayStation 3 digital slash retail. Assassin's Creed Unity also came out, comes out. Digimon All-Stars Rumble, Get Off My Lawn, Lego Batman 3 Beyond Gotham, Nano Assault Neo X, Pro Evolution Soccer 2015, Retro City Rampage DX, <sighs> Ring Run Circus, Senran Kagura Bone Appetit, and... Terraria, PS4 so edition. Kagura, bon appetit. Yeah, it doesn't make. It's no like sense. this ninja chick, samurai chick, with just this. Was it ice cream? Looks like a bowl of ice cream it, in her it hand. It does. I have no problem with that. Weird. I love the idea, and I will. I will buy a Vita just to I'll buy a Vita just to see what she's doing with that ice cream. So those are my releases. Cool. Right that, was quick. that was fast. Good. Yeah. All right. So um, we had originally two different topics planned um, because you guys need to get to your meeting. Can we cut it down to one? Okay, and if one. so, what? Robin, Surprise which me. would you prefer? I mean, Ooh. you're. Ooh, let's go through it. review embargoes. Oh, review talk about the embargoes. We'll tie them both together. Okay. Cool. So here's what's going on. Assassin's Creed Unity was released Tuesday <gasps> this week, right? Um, you chose poorly. It came out with. So we're going to be talking about two different things today. Number one, we're going to talk about review embargoes. And number two, we're going to talk about microtransactions within full-priced games. Yes. So problem number one, Assassin's Creed Unity had a review embargo up until noon of the day the game started selling. So if you pre-ordered or if you purchased at the midnight release or first thing in the morning, you did not have a chance to look at the review. Additionally, the reviews... I've since learned through websites like Polygon and IGN, um, the review copies of this game that were given to reviewers left out content. They left out microtransactions. So what has ended up happening is users now, players that have picked up this game, are finding their areas of the map that are locked unless you either purchase an upgrade to open them up or jump into like uh, the game in an app and play a mini game within an app to unlock that area. But do you have to pay for that one or you actually just you play and it's unlocked? I think the app is free. You have to play to unlock it, but like <laughs> it's not available for it's, it is not available with the sixty dollar game you purchased unless you spend money or take time outside of the game to do oh, something no. with it. That's so In annoying. addition to that, there are missions that require you to be a certain level of skill to be able to even start. And you can purchase, say, like a five-minute upgrade to your stats so that you can go in and beat this mission to unlock something. So this problem, and there are a number of other problems. Uh, The frame rate within the game is horrible. There are tons of glitches. It's a buggy game. There are a number of problems that this game suffers from. But I think the most egregious thing that Ubisoft has done with this is releasing a game while being... um, you know, intentionally, uh, Shady? what's the right word? Shady, but like intentionally, like um, I don't know, like they've they've chosen to leave things out. Like they've, mm-hmm. they've, shifty, uh, and shady. Yeah. shifty, shady. They've chosen to be um, manipulative in their approach to marketing uh, this game. Yeah, disingenuous, basically. Mm-hmm. Exactly, mm-hmm. disingenuous is a perfect example. Um, and the thing that's really concerning to me is that this seems to be a pattern that's forming with Ubisoft. Um, Far Cry 4 is a game that's coming out next week that I am very excited for and am, am anticipating like um, as being a great game because Far Cry 3 was so good. Right. But if I look back at what Ubisoft has released this year, 
I'm gonna first look at Watch Dogs, and I'm gonna see what it was hype. Like Ugh. the hype for that game was huge, and Ubisoft manipulated the graphics at the E3 launch so that they could say like, "Hey, look how awesome these graphics looks. We're at 50, 60 frames per second. Uh, we are at 1080p. Look how beautiful and amazing this is." And then they scaled it down for the release. Like they couldn't manage those mm-hmm. graphics mm-hmm. within the actual game itself. So they've been manipulating buyers and then hijacking reviewers through this entire process. Because they can't release that information. Exactly. The embargo. Yeah. Because of the embargo, it, it makes it impossible for them to say, listen, be wary of pre-ordering this game. Like They can't come out and say that. And so, I don't know. I wanted you guys' imp- imp- I guess your guys' thoughts on the review embargo process. Does it have a place? When is it appropriate? When is it inappropriate? When have you appreciated maybe a review embargo? And when has it been a bother to you? Mm. And I guess as a second, what are your thoughts on microtransactions? So for, for me, I'll take um, review embargoes, and I don't know that they, they don't... For me, my style of playing and game purchasing doesn't, doesn't matter to me because... Right. I per, I'm a late adopter. Like I will right. wait for something to hit and go strong and be and be that good with good reviews before I buy it. I, I don't know the last time that I pre-ordered and purchased something except for like Fable three years ago. You picked up <laughs> Destiny pretty early, but you didn't but, pre-order it. But I didn't pre-order. I picked it up early on after we had played a bunch, and right. I played the beta, and I I was satisfied at that level. Right. So I feel like for me the embargoes, you know, and the reviews, not a big deal because I'm going to wait later. You know, because I'm not really. Uh, KT, mm-hmm. where I'm going to grab something the night of, right? You know, right away. I just, that's just not. It's not in my budget, right? I have to like really right. skim for the script. So for that, that was uh, my take on that. Not really affecting me. I'm used to embargoes. I work a lot in the TV news business, and they'll embargo stories. If if one station breaks a story, they can hold on to it and embargo it and put it up on the bird so that everybody, and all the other affiliates, can get it in this nation, and then other local affiliates can have it a day later. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm used to that, and I, I think it's a, it's a fine thing to do. I. You're right. They're kind of being a little shifty with this, where they're like, nobody can talk about it because we know it's going to be bad. They know it's a broken game, so yeah. nobody's allowed to talk. About my it. my feeling is is, and it's always been this in business, is is you under promise, over deliver. Yeah. And it right. feels like with these embargoes and the other things that Ubisoft specifically has been doing, it's way over promising, way over hyping, and the marketing team is pushing harder than the development team is delivering, and and, I, yeah, and I, that's that causing long term strife for the company itself because I think they have a pretty stellar record. They're well, really well known. They're mm-hmm. a great company. But when you have a couple of stinkers in a row, big in the big ones, big, big <laughs> significant games. Yeah. stinkers, then then somebody's got to change that diaper. That's yeah. There you go. Agreed. That's my thoughts. Agreed. And then my short two cents on microtransactions. Stupid. If I pay Unless sixty bucks for free. a game, right? The game's free, like the DC Online one, whatever. Yeah. If I pay for the game, I pay the whole shebang for the game. Give me the whole enchilada. Yeah. It's, it's Disneyland. If I pay the entrance fee, let me in to the park. Right. Don't make me pay for Tomorrowland and Toontown. Space Mountain. Yeah. Can you believe that? <laughs> All right. That's it. I'm good. I don't know. I'll, I'll lead with the microtransactions. First of all, I had to watch a video that Polygon put together to understand the four different currencies oh. of the microtransactions within Unity. So they don't do oh. that like a USD dollar amount? Well, first you can buy the four currencies. Oh, like you, you have the helix points, you have oh. the yeah, it's kind of crazy. And then you have like the traditional like I'm looting this dead body and I'm picking right. up these levers. But and you ha- it, so it has to explain I, to you what the It has to were? explain. I'm like, no, if you have to explain to me mm-hmm. what four different currencies do within a game, you need to stop. Mm-hmm. Just just stop. <laughs> 
And the fact that you have to, again, like I'm going to blow $100 so I can get X many helix points so I can hack through a weapon. You have killed the game for me. Thank you. So if, if you're hacking through it, if you are purchasing your skill instead of earning it, right. I have a huge problem with that. I don't care if I'm actually doing that. I know that other people are doing it. And you have taken the thing, yeah, there you go. The helix points, the levers, and the um, helix levers, um, sync points, and assassin points. Wow. Wow. And I, I, just, I just don't get it. You've got to stop with the, the microtransactions for a full game. It's like you just pulled a, a day one digital. Right, it would, be a yeah, different, yeah. it would be a different conversation, right, if it was free. Exactly, like if, if this was a free to play, pay to win kind of thing, yeah. but this is a pay to play, pay to win. Right. So stop. Yeah, it's crazy. Rachel, thoughts? Uh, I'm happy I didn't pick up the game or had any interest to pick up the game. I still need to play Black Flag, but that's, that's unfortunate. I feel like it's been happening with a lot of games. Um, it kind of started off with the mobile gaming, too. You know what I mean? That's kind of where mm -hmm. right. Plants vs. Zombies 2 is yep. where I saw it. And it's yep. like, oh, you need to get this weapon to beat this level. And it's just <laughs> no monopolizing. It sucks. So that sucks that uh, Ubisoft... I remember Ubisoft was the first time that I witnessed that. It was on Xbox, Xbox Live, and I was playing... I want to say it was Assassin's Creed 2 or 3, but I found out you had to pay to get the online play like 60 bucks for you play a month or a year or something and that made me mad i was like i bought this game why do i have to pay i'm already paying for gold like why do i have to pay extra mm -hmm. to pay on so i mean they kind of it's not surprising to me they're the first not the first but that they did that because they've kind of slowly been there and what's yeah. so they would what's kind of interesting to me too is um you know for a long time ea has been kind of the bad guy of the gaming industry right like they've been looked at as being the you know the guys that are like all about the all about the cash, mm -hmm. all about the Benjamin, right? Everybody else no is trouble. Yeah. no trouble. <laughs> but like they're they've put their consumers kind of on the side, on the outskirts to make room for the cash. Um, and what's been interesting is this year. I mean, they had their issues with Titanfall as well on on over promising and under delivering, right? right? right. Mm -hmm. yep. But oh, yeah. um, Dragon Age Inquisition, which is releasing, I think next week, has. Good review. Their review it's, it's, embargo yeah. was released almost a week and a half early, right? Um, Did so the review embargo went out early. Was it before Unity? Like, yeah. Another, yeah, because yeah, those are it kind was of the same before. big releases. So. Yeah. Interesting. So the review embargo went out early, and it's been getting great reviews. Like The things that people are saying about it looks really, really promising. And I told you guys last week that I wasn't planning on picking this game up because I had such a bad time with uh, mm -hmm. Dragon Age 2. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I read um, I read another opinion piece on Polygon that talked about how what Dragon Age Inquisition has done better than most games that have come out in the last like five years is tell important character stories like the characters that Thank you're a you. part of are are a critical part to the overall game and that's exactly what I needed to hear to totally change my mind nice. like the fact nice. that they re re did the, let the review embargo go early. And that that is a huge emphasis within the game. Those two things speak volumes to me. Hmm. Um, another company that typically releases reviews of their games very early and releases the review embargo is Naughty Dog. Yeah. Like yeah. companies that do that, like it's it's, it's a, a double-edged yeah, sword, right? Like, on one hand, there are a lot of hardcore gamers that would stay away from a review that came out early because they're like, I want zero spoilers. Like I don't want to have this game spoiled for me. Um, and so there's an argument to be made for holding a 
a review embargo for the sake of keeping as much story content pure for as many people yeah, as possible. Yeah. So there's that argument to be made, but there is something to be said for a studio that's like, you know what? We did a killer job with this right. game. Mm -hmm. Our review's going out a week early. Here you we go. want people to be talking about it. We want people to be excited for it. Um, and so I, I feel like what's been funny is the internet has also kind of uh, reiterated this, that, that Ubisoft is kind of becoming what EA was last year and maybe the year before it, where mm -hmm. like they've been this like just money-hungry corporate yeah. entity yeah. that like has lost their passion for the game. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Uh, Far Cry 4, their review embargo is up tomorrow. Huh? So their review embargo is yeah. up uh, four or five days before the game comes out. It's an Ubisoft game. It'll be very interesting, I think, to see what the press has to say about it, see how not only the game scores, but, like, I mean, honestly, if there are microtransactions, like, I'm one of those guys that will speak with my wallet. Like, if right. I'm, mm -hmm. if they're going to try and pull that crap on Give me. Give me 100 of those I Helix points. Right, that's what you mean? Well, like, you I, buy it all? What I mean way? is, like, I'm, I oh. will pick up the game. I'm not going to buy a game with microtransactions right. probably ever again. Um, doesn't it's, make sense if you're going to buy the game. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's like you're, you're if, burning me twice. If it's something that like gives someone else an edge up on me too, like that was yeah. one of the the one of the only problems I had with Mass Effect Three was that you could purchase uh, like weapons packs in in the multiplayer, mm. and that was really frustrating to me that like somebody I'm trying to earn them and somebody just threw fifty bucks at weapons packs, and now has a weapon that's going to take me out in one hit every but, single flip in time. Like, right. I'm never going to win a battle because this dude paid money. That's really frustrating in a game that you pay for. So I think bottom line, if it is, if it, the game is free or pay to win, I'm, pro, I'm fine with that. Like, just be honest with me. Yeah. Like, what I don't want to see is a $60 game that now requires me after, after the fact uh, uh, that I've, you know, handed someone my credit card or paid with cash or whatever it is, they put it in my hand, I get home, I plug it in, and it's like, oh, you can't go there because you haven't paid X amount of dollars. I think if we can avoid that, the gaming world in general will be a little <laughs> bit better place. Agreed. I think, I think there's something to be said just to wrap it up so we can go, but I, I feel like um, perhaps indie developers, mm -hmm. um, we've talked a lot about indie gamers here, but I think that they, they probably are going to easily know, they see what's going on. They don't have to be as money-hungry as corporate. They, they can enjoy the game experience and try new things without burning twice without trying those things. So I'm, I guess this is just one of those chances where they're going to get to monopolize on a mistake. Yeah. So that's and my take. And they've paid for that, right? The yep. stock dropped by 9%. Yeah, they uh, have. With the release of their biggest game, arguably their biggest game of the year. It should have been. Assassin, the, the series has been great, yep. minus three. But the whole series has been great. I mean, there was nothing stopping me from thinking, oh, this is going to be a really cool game. They've Especially working. after Black Flag last exactly. year. Exactly. Yeah. And then they just shoot themselves in the foot. Thank you. You can't animate women, and you can't animate anything. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. A little bit crazy. Um, so this has been episode 32 of Little Big Cast. Thank wow. you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, feel free to tweet at us at Little Big Cast, or as individuals, I'm at Jeff Hawks. With me, Drew, is... At night 20, K-N-I-T-E-2-0. Miss Hazlett is. I'm Robin Hazlett because I'm really, really original with my Twitter name. <laughs> Me too. I'm Jeff Hawks. And <laughs> I'm Pirate Rachel with the three instead of an E on the pirate. Leap speak. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Thanks for joining us, guys. Later. Bye. 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 Bye.